Hi, and for those of us in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving. I know I say this a lot, but I really mean it. I'm so thankful for you. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I really do consider you my virtual wingman or wingwoman. You're right there with me, whether I'm on a date or crouched down behind a dresser. And you're the first person I want to tell when something goes bad or when something goes well in my dating life. Many years ago, after my divorce, I made a vision board. And while cleaning out my office this past weekend, I found it. I had put a cutout from a magazine that said, live a life that's a story worth telling. That was my vision. You've helped me make that vision come true. Thank you for letting me tell my story and for listening, which is arguably what makes a story worth telling. If you're single and feeling lonely today or as the holiday season approaches, just know you're not alone. If you're married, but you're unhappy in your life or your marriage, I get it, I've been there. And if you're really feeling low, Go back and listen to my loneliness, panic attacks, and dopamine hits episode from last season. I promise you, you really aren't alone. If you're not where you want to be this Thanksgiving, this is a great time of year to get clear on your vision of where you do want to be. Ask yourself, what do I want to do, be, or have over the next 12 months? Just think, you can have a whole new life this time next year if you want to. And if you're on top of the world, it's also really fun to get clear on what's next for you. And imagine that next up level. What are you looking to manifest over the next 12 months? For those of you not in the US, sorry for the disruption, but we will be back to our regularly scheduled program next week. So come back next week to help me cross crash a convention off the list. Here's a sneak peek of what happens. Just then a dark haired man in red shorts and a navy blue t-shirt walks out and puts his backpack down on a lounge chair a couple rows away from me. Hmm, backpack. Does that mean he's not with a lawyer convention? Probably not. He pulls his shirt off over his head, and I catch a glimpse of his muscles and a big tattoo on his upper arm. Hmm. Could this man be my lover? I watch as he jumps in the pool to cool off and then pulls himself up with his big muscular arms and hops out of the pool. His body is now glistening with drops of water in the sun. He stands up, and just as he's about to lay down on a lounge chair, he looks over at me and locks eyes with me. Although my reflex is always to turn away when someone's looking at me, I force myself to maintain eye contact and not look away. I'm so proud of myself. I did it. Although I quickly realize I didn't smile. I just stared at him like a psychopath. That's okay. I can fix this, I think to myself. I mean, this is sounding exactly like Jackie's experience. Hot guy, tattoo, jumps in the water to cool off. Now I just have to go saunter over in front of him. I'm frozen, though. I can't seem to figure out how to walk by him without looking like I'm just trying to walk by him. How would this work anyway, though? How do I handle having a lover while I'm sharing a room with Svetlana? Is a queen bed big enough to host a lover? Is it weird to have a room with two beds? Probably not as romantic as a king bed. Oh, duh. He probably has a room here, too. I'm sure he doesn't have a roommate, although he does have a backpack, so... Maybe he does have a roommate. I start to fantasize about how this could play out. Would I feel safer in his room or mine? Do I want to be the one who's able to leave when I want to? But then I have to walk back to my room. As I'm contemplating all the ways I could make this happen, I see him get up to leave. No, wait, 
Rachel, do something. This man could be your lover. 